Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't, ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble and dust. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say you Everybody, happy Thursday. Today on the radio show. All right, this is going to be tough for a lot of people hearing when you hear this. It's the last right in the right trivia of the year. Yeah. It's the year in which Jeffrey has gone undefeated. Maybe the first undefeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Do you think you've lost twice? Undefeated in weeks I won. Do you think you've lost twice even? I believe I've lost twice. So I know I lost. We play this damn game every single flipping week. Now, there's maybe a few weeks when Kevin's been away. But even then, I've filled in, and I think you've won those weeks too a lot. So I bet we've played. I definitely lost I on the power 50. week. I lost in the power week. And we've no, there because there's only 52 weeks in a year. We don't play. No, all. we don't play. We don't. We don't. We're not here. But yeah. I bet we played. Okay, 45 weeks. You Probably. Think, you think you're 43 and two? Listen, Jeff, we're doing. We're not here to talk about the past. You know, even though I know this is classic year in review weeks, but you know, we just focus on the next opponent. Well, I want to thank uh, Kevin Cerrito for showing up every week to do this. Uh, just when you, start, when you start resting on your laurels, that's when no, complacency no. sets in. I mean. And uh, and I want to thank Cindy, uh, who helps us get the great the great prizes. It would be a damn shame if you lost this last one, wouldn't it? Or we, could that be my Christmas gift? Uh, your Christmas Does that count? Gi- yeah, that it could be your Christmas gift. Uh, what are we giving away today? And right Jeff, we got two tickets to go see Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top oh, March twenty third 
at the Landers. You guys, a big Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top fan mm-hmm. growing up. Uh, you... Totally, yes. That's definitely your style. <laughs> you love to shred on the guitar. I love to shred on the guitar. Nothing like an eight minute guitar solo. But that's that's all good, you. That's a good prize. It's and, a great uh, prize. It, it is in fact a great prize. Cindy's going out on top. Absolutely. I don't know whether you are or not, but we'll it's find a out. Christmas gift. Uh, and so we'll do that in the second hour. Chris Harrington will join us straight up at ten o'clock. We got the first hour to ourselves to talk about all manner of things, including the fact that it is John Morant's triumphant return to FedEx Forum tonight as the Indiana Pacers come to town. Do me a favor. Pop on over to some ticket, ticket, uh, ticket seller and see what it looks like if you wanted to go tonight. My son Peter is back from college, and uh, I've acquired two tickets. Now, mind you, they're upstairs. Mm-hmm. They're in the terrace level. Uh, I'm not. Do you all look like I'm made of money? Uh, and uh, um, but but Peter's going to the game. He's very excited to to be going to the game. And I don't know. Like I think it's funny from a writing perspective because I think about going and writing about this game. I'm planning to go tonight. And uh, from a writing perspective, the last night's game made it, I mean, the, the game two nights ago made this less mad. You know what I mean? Like, you can't top that. You, you, you yeah, can't. but I also think it built up, I think it built from up anticipation. From a fan perspective, yeah. it makes this much. But yeah, I, in terms of a basketball, like, it, welcome back. It's a bigger event now because of what happened, don't you think? Yes. I definitely think it... It was going to be big anyway, but if he'd come back... No, this made it bigger. If they'd lost by 16 and he did 12 points and whatever else, it 100% made it bigger that that you had him doing what he did for a couple of reasons. One, it's just like the excitement, the appreciation, all of that. It is totally amped up. The second reason is, is that it really has caused people to believe... Maybe there's a chance. You know, I, I, I don't, I think it's mostly just about symbolically bringing, having job back, wrapping your arms around him, seeing, seeing him back uh, in front of the home crowd, the ovation, uh, the first highlights, all of that. But I also think there's an element of this that it already has caused people to actually think, okay. I was thinking they were dead. Maybe they're not dead. I think there's already an element of that. And by the way, if that is the way you are thinking, Grizzlies now six and a half out of the play-in, um, this is a good game to win because it's at home. Pacers are yes, good. Yes, the last one was too because that's kind of like a stealing yeah. one, yeah. But they're also, they're also like this is one that you, you probably have. I don't mean have to. There's no have to win, right? But whatever. This is a totally gettable game. The Pacers, they won last night. And and mind you, they put up like a million points. They are num- they they are number one in offense in the league. The Grizzlies number thirty in mm-hmm. offense in the league. A lot of range. Uh, here's where the Pacers are in defense in the range, in the league. Twenty eighth. Um, they won last night, one forty four to one thirteen over the Hornets. But that broke a four game losing streak. Like this is a game that if you're going to be thinking, let's just go ahead and get ourselves back into the into the mix here. This would be a good one to win. Um, obviously, Tyrese Halliburton has had a massive season, breakout, I guess, breakout star. And Buddy Heald last night had 25. Like, you know, that's that's what they do. Um, and so you've got a game tonight with incredible anticipation. I don't recall 
What the hell happened the last John ja Morant returns game at home? So I believe it was Houston last year. Are we talking about like from the return from the suspension? Return from the first suspension. I remember I went, I wrote about it. I talked so to I all these it, people with fans saying we forgive him, everybody screws up, whatever he else. He didn't start. and He didn't start. And if I recall correctly, it was a game where the Grizzlies had a lead and then it got like awkward at the end. And like they had awkward? to kind of pull away. Like it got, it got weirdly but close, but they did win, yes. But it was not comfortable. Um, okay, so how about tickets tonight? What are you? What are you? What are you discovering? Okay, so if, if I wanted to get in tonight, what? So I'm I... over at SeatGeek. It's what I'm showing is the get in price tonight is forty six dollars, and according to SeatGeek, that includes fees. Wait, to get in is forty six dollars a ticket, and that is that's that's upstairs. That's upstairs. That is section two hundred five, row Q. So okay. that that's pretty darn close to the top of the top. Um, what if I want to be in the... The bowl? Lower bowl. Yeah. All right. Let's see. To get into the lower bowl, I'm seeing 256. That's not cheap. I see a 240. It's incredible. It is, it is absolutely incredible what tickets cost these days to sporting events. It's just... It's, oh, I mean, the front office sports did a big story on it last weekend. It's just, it used to be like, I mean, I, I know I'm sounding like whatever. It used to be whatever, 20 bucks or something to go to a game or 30 bucks to go to a game. Or now it is. I'm showing 230 right behind the goal. Now it is the price of a, you know, major. Well, concert tickets have gone up crazy too, right? Yeah. Concert so tickets are, have gone up fr- crazy. Front office sports wrote about this and they got a, they got the head of a ticket managing firm. And they have a term for it right now. Because 2023, to your point, was an anomaly in terms of rising cost of going to sports and high attendance. And so there was, this, there was a question of whether or not it would last in 2024. And the, the theory is the answer is no, because there was what was referred to as funflation this year. Which was people decided they so wanted to get back spend money right, on this and they wanted kind to go back thing. to do fun things. Well, and in fairness, listen, you charge what you can charge. Sure. Um, if the arenas are still largely filled and people are paying those prices, then you're charging the right amount, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you are, if you could fill up the arena and you're selling tickets for an average of 125 bucks, you shouldn't be selling them for 75. That's not the way that capitalism works, um, and so. But it is kind of crazy. To well, me. that was the other thing. So there's also there's you know there's some teams going one way. For instance, the, one of the big stories this week was the Lions raising their ticket prices for next year because the Lions, for the first time in right. God knows how long, sold out all their season tickets, and so they raised their prices to the point which Dan Campbell apparently was getting asked because I'm sure Dan Campbell's the one sitting back. Yeah, right, need, right. Let's call a meeting here. Let's get those ticket prices up. I'm sure sure that's what he was worried about. But that's, no, but Detroit's a blue collar town. All sure, of that, but whatever. I don't know if asking the head coach about that is. No, I, is the, like, the, I mean, they're going to have a shock in Buffalo here in a minute because Buffalo's a small, poor, poor city, and they're about to do the the big stadium, the the, 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 the ticket season yeah. ticket, the ticket license, the PSL. The uh, by the way, Jaw last time around. Uh, after serving an eight-game suspension for conduct detrimental to the league, Memphis Grizzlies star John Morant returned to the game action against the Houston Rockets Wednesday night. Nailed it. Uh, Morant came off the bench for the first time in his career, received a loud ovation from the home crowd when he checked in for the first time late in the first quarter, sporting a black mask to protect a nasal injury. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, the mask. Morant played a, oh, that was the worst. played a total of 24 minutes 
and he tallied 17 points, five assists, four rebounds, and two steals in Memphis's 130 to 125 victory. Jaron Jackson had 37 and 10. Dez had 20 and seven assists. The Grizzlies improved to 45 and 27, and uh, now lead third place Sacramento by two games with 10 remaining in the season. Said Morant afterwards about the ovation and the support. It meant a lot. I'm thankful and grateful for everybody that's been supporting me during this time. It definitely helped me a lot. It definitely made me feel a little better with everything going on. It felt good to be back. I'm super excited. Glad we were able to get the win. Um, And so there you go. Didn't know at that point uh, what lay ahead. Um, But it'll be, I expect a good crowd tonight, don't you? And I expect a resounding ovation by Ja, for Ja, I don't, you expect t-shirts. You, first of all, do you expect Kari to be there? And do you expect t-shirts to be there? Do you expect the Morant team will be wearing redemption t-shirts? Uh, so I do expect Kari will be there. I think that's probably right. Um, uh, probably. I mean, the, the t-shirts? Mor- I think no t-shirts. I bet they have some kind of merch. I think one of the things... you got to remember, Team Morant's lost some revenue. One of the things that has really encouraged me here, and we talked about this with Chris yesterday, was the way that he has talked about... Again, we're just reading tea leaves. I'm choosing to be optimistic anyway. But in terms of reading tea leaves, when Ja came back, um, he immediately said, listen, I made mistakes you guys don't even know about. And by the way, there's a lot we know about, mm-hmm. right? And he said there's a and then he's talking about his continuing relationship with Adam Silver. I'm just kind of feeling good about it. And the T-shirts always seemed dopey to me, right? Like the proclaiming – T-shirts were like mission accomplished by George – you know, George, mm-hmm. George, like George W. w. Um, and so I didn't I – didn't, I don't – break out the redemption T-shirts or whatever else in five years. Right, and then we'll then we'll yeah. wonder what they're for. Yeah, that's just not how uh, that's not, that's not how, how merching works. works. That's not yeah. how merching works, right? Uh, anyway, big game tonight, uh, Grizz and Pacers. There is um, injury news. Marcus Smart is doubtful, which typically means he won't play. In the, in the Grizzlies, in the Grizzlies, uh, the way they approach this, doubtful generally does mean, in fact, doubtful, but could play Saturday against Atlanta. And then there was news uh, yesterday about Brandon Clark um, that he told Marcus Spears that he expected to be back sometime around the All-Star break. I'll be honest, uh, that's good. I'm glad he feels good. I'm glad he feels optimistic about it. I would be surprised. Um, I think I think players tend to sound optimistic about things and, uh, and hopeful and whatever else. Um, if he gets back by the end of the year period, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be happy. And um, and glad to see it, but I don't. I'll, I guess I'll be surprised if he's back by the All Star break. Um, but there you have that tonight. Once again, you got the Pacers at FedEx Forum. That should be a massive game. In terms of the uh, Memphis Tiger basketball team, uh, they've got Vanderbilt Saturday. Very bad Vanderbilt team. Ole Miss still undefeated, by the way. Indeed, they are. How about that? Is there? Three so, left? So Oklahoma lost last night. Right. So I believe JMU, Ole Miss, and there is one more, but I can't remember um, off the top of my head. Like, that was that's damn impressive. Uh, but 
Uh, Jaquan Walton was said to be in a walking boot, so we'll keep an eye on that. Hopefully you don't need Jaquan Walton in order to beat uh, Vanderbilt. But it's been interesting seeing some of the stories and some of the reflections. Houston's still undefeated. That's the third. On Memphis in the... You know, in the wake of their wins yesterday, um, and particularly people are have been talking a lot and writing a lot about Penny Hardaway. Um, over at The Athletic, um, where Kyle Tucker does their rankings, there are two people that are ranked, but Kyle T- Tucker wrote this thing. Uh, they have Memphis ranked number eight in the country. That's great, right? I'll be honest, like, Gabe asked me yesterday, he said, isn't it time to put to bed the Penny Can't Coach narrative? And I'm, and my reaction to that was I didn't even realize it was still alive, particularly, the, the Penny Can't Coach narrative. I haven't heard, yes, when he first got here, I, I heard that a lot. Um, but I haven't heard a lot about the Penny Can't Coach narrative. Um, and yet, here's what they wrote about over at The Athletic about Memphis and Penny Hardaway. Uh, they, they did this. They, they did holiday wishes. Here's what they wish for Memphis: some respect on Penny Hardaway's name. He has certainly earned it. And look, full disclosure: at least one of the co-authors of these power rankings has long been skeptical of the former NBA star's actual coaching ability. Sure, he could parlay recruiting connections into signing top talent, but could he do anything with those blue chip players? For a good while, that was a fair question. Remember, there was a time not long ago when he'd landed the number one recruiting class, including top ten players Jalen Duren and Amani Bates, and still managed to start the season nine and eight. It appeared then that the latest hire a famous alum experiment had failed in year four. But then he saved that season, made the NCAA tournament, won a game, and took number one seed Gonzaga to the wire. Then he rolled through last season, winning 26 games in the AAC tournament over Houston uh, before falling by a single point to Florida Atlantic, which then made the final four. Now Hardaway has loaded up on veterans. We mentioned last week that Memphis's top eight players are all at least 22 years old and quality non-conference wins. The Tigers have beaten Missouri, Michigan, Arkansas, VCU, and Texas A&M away from home. More recently, in four days, they took out ACC contenders Clemson and Virginia, the latter by 23 points. Okay, fine. We admit it. Penny can coach. Uh, that's by Kyle Tucker. Um, and I guess maybe this is a little bit I think you were saying it the other day, that narratives or stories about people die hard, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They, they linger. I didn't realize the Penny can't coach thing was still really a thing. But there's Kyle Tucker just like getting, finally getting around to saying Penny can coach a little bit. I, I, I'm not, like, it, it's funny the way it worked yesterday because then I got another tweet from someone who said, Penny Hardaway has beaten these coaches. Calvin Sampson four times, Rick Barnes, Tony Bennett, Nate Oates, Bruce Pearl, Eric Musselman, Dan Hurley, Buzz Williams. Uh, anyone still doubting? That's what they said. And, and here's what you can doubt about Penny Hardaway. He hasn't gotten to the second weekend, right? Yeah. Is this year six? Is this year six? Yeah, year six, but there's been five tournaments. Yeah, so he hasn't gotten to the second weekend. Like, it, you, you, can, you, can, you can list all the individual coaches he's beaten and all the individual games he's won, in the end... It's postseason sport. To me, the indictment is... Not the indictment. The thing that needs to be done is get to the second weekend, right? Like, do that at least. I mean, 
Rick Barnes wins lots of games. In the end, he's severely criticized because of what he doesn't do in the NCAA tournament. Yes. And what Penny Hardaway has to do, again, again Gary always had this view that it's unfair to, to measure a coach by the NCAA tournament because the NCAA tournament's so random. Not only can you have a bad day, but your bracket can break a certain way and you can have a be gifted a path to the final four or it can be just murderous like it's sure. it's it's total it is random but over time it's not random over time you assemble a record of postseason accomplishment and that's what you are not in one year we don't judge you by one year but over five or six or seven or ten yes that's what we judge you by how many sweet 16 did you get to how many final fours did you get to so I do think that's the question that remains for Penny Hardaway is, all right, like you've done, I think he's done a remarkable job of being resilient, of adjusting to changing times, of continuing to build rosters, of despite the NCAA stuff and COVID and everything else, not, you know, not ever sort of giving up, bowing down. Like he's, he is, he's bowed up, he's figured out different ways to win, he's, and now he's got the best team he's ever gotten. I've been impressed. I also would have said when he was hired, if you had been six years in and he hadn't been to the second weekend, I'd be saying that's a disappointment. Right? It is. Yeah, I think so, probably. Like, I'm looking up Tony Bennett. It took him to his fifth tournament at UVA to make the to make the second weekend. Well, Calipari's a perfect example in Memphis, was it, right? I think it was year six, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I, um, and, and he had uh, w- wins here and there. In the tournament, really very much like uh, the whole thing is very much like uh, Penny Hardaway. Um, And so, but what's interesting to me is we've wondered, okay, why has Memphis been so slow to crack the top 25? What is the lingering doubt about Memphis? And I think that Kyle Tucker piece shows us, reminds me a couple things. One is there's the whole... I'll believe it when I see it. They sure. perpetually underachieve. Yeah. But then a second part of that is I think there is skepticism. I guess there's lingering skepticism or has been. Maybe it's being laid to rest now about Penny Hardaway. I think so, but I mean, I think I think the problem is when that lingering narrative is out What's there. What's it based on though? Like, I think what is it based on? I think it's the fact that they've had what is perceived to be a lot of talent, and they haven't delivered. I think that's what it really is based on. Right, but is there any... I, I, I personally do not feel qualified to tell you whether Penny is a good coach, mediocre coach. Like, it's just like... I mean, I think the, it's... Judging I, the X's and O's of it, yeah, I, I, I think don't it's, feel I think you're overthinking qualified. it. I think it's literally as simple as, A, it's an online narrative, like, C, can't coach, ha, 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 like... I mean, the truth of the matter is, it's not like this is like a legitimate like let's bring let's bring together the best minds and have a, a debate and solve this in a public forum. I think there's a couple things that that the the truth is is that early on, as big, it, it, I don't blame his early problems on coaching as much as I do, in fact, on on roster construction. Right, like the Amani Bates thing was. A disaster because of roster construction, right? Because he brought in Amani Bates when he had these veterans who were there and whatever. To the extent that there has been criticism about his coaching, even here on this station and elsewhere, early on, it was about his inability to settle on rotations, right? Yep. So there has been that part of 
uh, a, a criticism. It's really been roster management, and once again this year, I would say roster construction. It feels like he, construction, and then the yeah. way he juggles them, like putting Amani putting Amani Bates in the starting lineup immediately, like at point guard. That was stupid. Yes. Right, right. That was stupid. Um, but right now he's handling this beautifully with this with this group. Once again, I mean, it's partly because he's it has emerged that he's got two. Tent poles, right? Yeah, he's, and I think I think also, and he's relying on them. I think this year he was quicker to, like, after the Ole Miss loss when he said, "I played too many guys," to Wolo. Like since then, he is he stayed true to his word for the yeah. most part. He's played his studs, and he's done. And uh, from every perspective, he's he has assembled a, a schedule that that he needed to assemble. Yeah. And now he's beating the hell out of that schedule. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I he, he, Penny's not the kind of guy who's going to get coach of the year votes because he's just not. Like, normally that's a guy who who takes a team that isn't supposed to do anything. And it's and the old did mo- it's the, the old, most with the least. Yeah. And so Penny's, but I, I like, I it's been damn impressive what he has done with this team. And I guess maybe some people around the country are now finally. I, I would also say I think. Listen, David Jones, the roster the roster additions have clearly been the biggest additions. I do think bringing in Rick Stansbury has been a very good addition as well. I can't know. I don't I don't doubt that. I just see on the sideline I see more I see more like it appears that Penny Tom? trust it appears that Penny trust Rick at a level he didn't maybe trust other assistants. That he's reliant. And maybe that's growth too. Yes, maybe that's, that's, what, I'm maybe that's, that's what I'm saying. He like, doesn't part feel of being the need to prove everything that he's the smartest. Yes. Like in, in early on in his tenure, we hear it all the time from Penn, Penny. I had a perfect plan. I had a perfect plan. They just didn't execute it. I had a perfect plan. It's called a full freeze. You don't you don't anymore I had a really good plan. hear nearly as much Penny needing to toot his own horn. Yes. Right? I totally agree. And 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 maybe part of that also is he's much more apt to rely. Again, I'm here. I'm just speculating. I can't tell you about the inner workings. Well, I think um, also there's a, a acknowledgement of there comes a point where no one really cares whether or not he had a good plan. Like they just don't. Like they care about what was the scoreboard. And so at a certain point, you just realize like it didn't really matter if the like no one's going to sit there and go like you know they lost the game, but let's go watch the film. Man, the the plan was right. Like no one does that. No, and it's also true that so much of this is like we're talking about them now. Hey, they, they've beaten the hell out of people. So as you were, we're looking at the scoreboards, and that's what's mm. changing people's opinion of him, right? Yes, is the scoreboards. If they had beaten Florida Atlantic and gone on the run that Florida Atlantic had gone on, which they might well have done. Yeah, who knows what they would have been saying last year? Same coach, by the way, same guy. Yeah. Um. All right, we got Chris Harrington straight up ten o'clock, right in the right trivia. Last one of the year. After that, we're going to take a break. Before then, I will tell you. You've got folks home for the holidays. Uh, take them out to Bounty on Broad. There's a treat. Uh, it's festive. It's delicious. The food is served family style. It's gluten-free. So if you have someone in your party who likes to avoid gluten, it is unapologetically gluten-free. That means cornmeal instead of wheat flour. That's really all it means. But it means it's extra delicious also. I mean, you don't have to find that one thing that's gluten-free. You can eat anything on the menu. Uh, and believe me, it is an absolutely delicious menu. Also, by the way, catering. If, you have a, uh, if you've got a uh, holiday gathering that you need catered, you could you could talk to the folks at Bounty on Broad about that as well. Phone number is 410-8131, 410-8131, 
Broad Avenue. Back in a moment is Jeff Calkin Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. Only one team in all of college basketball is covering the spread over 90% of their games this year. Number one, Purdue. They only cover 78% of the time. What about Arizona? Close, but no, only 89% of the time. But the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers, you betcha. Minnesota is 10-1 and against the spread this year. They're dominating the non-con this year, so ride this wave until the wheels fall off. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM app today. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's without offering registration applies to many. NFL regular season is wrapping up. There's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's right, $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. You just got to go to FanDuel.com slash Calkins. That's the promo code, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S. What you'll discover is the app is incredibly easy to use. Um, then you can bet on whatever, live same-game parlays, uh, what, whatever it is you want to do, you can do at FanDuel. You'll get your money fast. It's safe. It's secure. It is official betting partner of the NFL. FanDuel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S. Must be 21 or older and present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Hey everybody, it's Howie at Robert Irwin Jewelers, and this year we've got a great gift idea for anybody's budget. Flexi Diamond Bangle Bracelets are the perfect fit for any occasion. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, or online at rijewelers.com. Robert Irwin Jewelers. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper, and you can get it online? Go to hims.com. 
Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our client's best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. At Red River Toyota and Win, we got huge discounts. We're taking up to $3,000 off brand new 23 model Toyota Tundras. And we're giving you no payments, you heard that right, no payments on Toyota 4Runners and Camrys until February. Folks, we're also going to give you a $1,000 Visa gift card to help you through Christmas with every new car purchase. Check us out at Red River Toyota right here in Wynn or go online at redrivertoyota.com. Make the season extraordinary when you shop the spectacular holiday collection at Sissy's Log Cabin. From engagement rings to designer jewelry, you'll save on gifts everyone will love, all while enjoying the Sissy's promise of unmatched service and experience at any of our six locations or online at sissyslogcabin.com. Embrace the magic of the season only at Sissy's Log Cabin, official jeweler of the Memphis Grizzlies and the Memphis Tigers, because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. Hey, everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here, bringing you the parlay of the day, brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Thursday Night Football features two teams duking it out for a playoff spot. That makes for a juicy same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. Rams and Saints, New Orleans, getting too many points here. It's four and a half. I see no reason why they can't play a close and competitive game. Saints have the six-ranked passing defense, which I do think the game goes over. The total is only 44 and a half. The Rams have scored 28 or more points in four straight. My favorite prop is a bold one. Cooper Cup to go under 73 and a half receiving yards. New Orleans has the most underrated set of corners in the NFL. This parlay pays better than 4-1. to one. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus in President Tennessee. Bonus issued is normal drawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline. 1-800-889-9789. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget. Like half-carat diamond studs, only $399. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Imagine you open up that box, you see that beautiful piece of jewelry, it was a gift, or maybe it's an engagement ring. And every time you look at it from now through the rest of your life, you're going to relive that beautiful moment over and over again. And that's why we do what we do at Robert Irwin Jewelers. It's not just the transaction. It's about the people. That's why we're here. We believe in putting the right piece of jewelry in the right person's hand because we know what it means to you. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. Free financing. 
If you want to feel joyous this holiday season, I have two words for you. O'Call. It's holiday shopping the way it used to be, with helpful people, stunning gifts, and elves home from college doing the complimentary wrapping. Plus, you can be certain that whoever you are shopping for, they will be thrilled with a gift from O'Call, both when they open the present and any time during the coming year when they put it on. So this holiday season, treat yourself and someone on your list to the best holiday shopping experience you'll find anywhere. Stop by and see your friends and those elves at O'Call. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. If you are wagering and wagering successfully and have fun with it, that's great. That's great. That's most people. May Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Either way, adds a little excitement. If you're about 5%, in that 5% uh, of folks who do wager struggle uh, and keeping it in the right perspective, either financially, time, emotionally, whatever else. So if you or someone you love uh, find yourself in that situation, I really do recommend the Gambling Clinic over at the University of Memphis, honestly. They've been here for, for more than two decades. So we're here well before this explosion in online gambling. And they're gambling neutral. They don't think gambling's evil. They're not going to try to tell you that you're, you know, you're a horrible person. Uh, they're just going to set up, ultimately the goal is maybe 10 to 12 individual sessions. And so at the end of it, hopefully, you will have a better insight and better ability to put gambling and wagering in its proper perspective in your life. Gamblingclinic.com is how you get in touch with them. Um, so if anyone in your family uh, does find that in this situation, that would be the place to go. All right, Jeffrey, I got, uh, let's play Believe It or Not. Let's just go ahead and play Believe It or Not. Now it's time for Believe It. Believe it. I don't even know if I believe. No, I'm a believer. Or not. Believe it or not. On the Jeff Hawkins Show. Jeffrey, you can go to Memphis Tiger basketball games for the entire season for a mere $45. Believe it or not. Jeff, I most certainly believe that now I can do that. It's, well, it's an interesting, you remember during the football season, they, they, they had this promotion. Whereas, buy a ticket to the first game, and if they win, you get a ticket to the next game. And if they win, you get a ticket free ticket to the next game. Whatever else, right? Yep. And did they ever? What, yeah, no, because uh, so you had to win. If, if they won the first game, you essentially broke even. And then if you won the did second game. Did they ever game, lose at home? Who did they lose to? Yes. Yes, they lost to SMU at home. They lost right? to SMU. So that's when it ended. Yes. Was that the last home? No. No, that wasn't the last home game. No. Uh, yes, it was. Yes, because so the Temple you got game to the end. end. Yeah, you, you got, got them all the free. Yeah. Well, now what they're doing deal. it for hoops. It's win together for forty five dollars. Fans can purchase a terrace level ticket to the Memphis basketball team AAC Open. No, no, no. Two lane, two lane. It ended at two lane. That's right. So they they lost two home games, one road game uh, against SMU on Sunday, January seventh. With a win against SMU, win together ticket holders will receive a free ticket to the January ten home game against UTSA. If you win against UTSA, they'll get a free ticket to the January 18th South Florida home game, and so on and so forth. So for a mere $45, um, 
you can literally have a terrace-level terrace ticket. And indeed, you would predict, wouldn't you, Jeffrey, that that will buy you tickets for the entire season. You'll get nine. I mean, they will be favored to win all these games. Yes. And I don't think When do they this... get FAU? Is FAU... So I think that, that's not until late February. They only, of course, they have two non-conference games remaining. They got Vanderbilt Saturday, and then Austin P on Saturday, December thirtieth. I mean, Jeff, we don't want to take any wins for granted, but the remaining home schedule would be Vandy and Austin P, as you mentioned. Yep. SMU at home. Yep. Which you know, I mean, SMU's still probably top seventy team. Uh, UTSA at home, that would be a bad loss if you lost to them. South Florida also probably a bad loss. Rice bad loss. Wichita State maybe. Tulane at home, who's been a tough matchup. Charlotte, I mean, they will. Yeah. Well, what do you think? What do you? How many games are the, the rest of the year? They'll be favored now, and except for this Florida Atlantic games, we'll see what happens, right? So they're nine and two right now, and the remaining. How many schedule, games are they going to lose? So they have they twenty. Going, they have yeah. twenty remaining games. I think, think I'd, eighteen and two. I think I'd set the over under at two and a half. You could talk me into three and a half. If I offered you seventeen and three, would you take it? I think I would. Just because, just because in the end, like, we're not at that point where we have to ask who they beat. Like, that's the one great thing about oh, what they've done in the non-conference. The we don't have to do this situation where we're talking about, like, no, like you gotta do remember it. last year when we're having to, like, well, you can go, you can lose five if you win the road Houston game, and, like, no. we don't have to do that. Now it's just strictly numbers. Now it's just making the, because at that point you would go, uh, tw- so if you lost three, the remaining stretch, we're looking at twenty six and five before the conference tournament. Like you, the, the numbers look good. You think they could lose? Let's say one of those Florida Atlantic games. And yeah, I then, think they could lose on then, the road at FAU, and, and then, then I just and then one. And you think they could lose two other conference games and still be given what they've accomplished? Yeah, I think a top be, five seed. I think they'd be okay because. And the other thing is, like for them. They're now back to that point where they're going to get everybody's best shot. Right. And now you're going to lose a couple. Like of games. you just go on the road. Like you lose. Like it happens. Last night, I mean, did anyone see? Did anyone see UConn going no. to Seton Hall and losing like they did? No. I mean, it happens. Losing persuasively. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Uh, no matter uh, uh, what you feel like as a Memphis fan, it certainly is good not to be a Louisville fan. Believe it or not. Say Louisville basketball. Louisville basketball. <laughs> it is incredible. Football, you feel okay? Like no, you they, get, they play Kentucky tonight. Louisville plays Kentucky tonight. Kenny Payne has just been a freaking disaster. They I, have they have lost to Arkansas State, Bellarmine, Wright State, Lipscomb, mm-hmm. Kentucky Wesleyan. That was an exhibition, and Lenore Rhine among the various losses. Four and twenty-eight last year. All kinds of weird s happening. It's just been a. It does go to show how badly things can go off the rails with the wrong hires. Oh, it also goes to show just because you have been a have been does not mean you will always be a have been. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just some that's some brutal that is some absolutely uh, brutal stuff there. Um, Billy Napier. Beginning of the end yesterday on signing day. Believe it or not. I think I would argue actually the football season this year was the beginning of the end, but I think 
you can make the case. If you want to sit there and say he got the QB yesterday, he got it's the funny, QB, but they you, lost. You, you look at so much. You look at um, you look at the signing day. One of the reasons in it, that that signing day has been ruined is that. So much other stuff is happening, you're not even sure what a ranking means. Correct. Like, yes, you could rank, as Colorado does, 49th. If you look at USA Today's rankings of the signing day classes, Colorado is 49th, okay? But they could kill it in the transfer portal, and who cares? Well, I think they were number one in the transfer, like in 24-7's transfer portal rankings. So it's hard to know what the hell to make of any of this. Um, but it was interesting. Memphis, by the way, did not appear. Um, it's funny because it, it feels like Memphis has done what it needed to do. Well, Memphis they, is a perfect example also of another confusion. Forget the portal versus high school. You know sometimes what the recruiting wins are? Keeping your quarterback. Exactly. Keeping your roster. It, it, it is 100% true that you're the Seth Hennigan. Like next year. That'll be an interesting moment for for Ryan Silverfield because he's not going to have Seth Hennigan after this year, and it's not easy to find Seth Hennigan. The best thing you have going for you this year, the year before, and next year is Seth Hennigan, and presumably you're going to get the best version of Seth Hennigan. You've kept Seth Hennigan. That is massive and not to be taken for granted. Um, it also feels like like they did some really good things. They got the running back from South Carolina. They added a receiver who's a four-star receiver who's just there. I don't know about anything about Keandre Henry, except for the fact that he's a four-star receiver. He's just the 11th four-star they've ever signed. That seems good. I also noticed that when I, I went through the ESPN top 75 classes, they weren't mentioned. You know, they weren't mentioned at the top. And UCF was, I mean, USF was. USF was at 54. East Carolina was. They were at 72. So was it some killer day? I don't know. Like, it seems like they did some really good things in the portal. Obviously, keeping Seth is really good. Um, But it's hard to, I guess my larger point is it's hard to judge any of this stuff. Most people will say, though, when you look around at the larger landscape and who did well and who did badly, the one everyone is circling in terms of did badly is Billy Napier. Because when he was losing in, in this year in, in, during the, the season on the scoreboard, you would point to recruiting. And you're like, yeah, well, you don't want to lose that recruiting class. And then he lost the recruiting class. A lot of them flipped. Uh, does still get the, the five-star quarterback. But it feels like that's the one that's most off the rails. Um, well, because also, it's not just the struggles on the scoreboard. Jeff, when you watch them play, like, they can't get lined up right. They're getting delays of games out of timeouts. Like, they looked like an incredibly poorly coached team. And so, if you're not going to kill it on the recruiting trail and you're sitting here and your team looks poorly coached, it's like, what are we doing here? Uh, some of the, just to go through the ESPN rankings real quick, uh, Auburn, uh, Hugh Freeze, did, by all accounts, have a good game, have a good day yesterday? Yeah, I think he had a good day. He also had the weird comment about... Playing video games at night? Well, no, it's like, I think he was complaining about teams coming in in the 11th hour and trying to recruit his guys, and it's like, that that's was what, literally that's what happens. What, it felt like Well, and that's was, also that's like what, you do. what he had did. Uh, Auburn at number eight, uh, so good for them. Tennessee was at 12. Uh, Michigan at 16. Um, USC at 18, Ole Miss at 19, Nebraska at 20. <coughs> uh, 
Arkansas at 29, Mississippi State at 32, Vanderbilt at 45, Colorado at 49, uh, USF I mentioned 54, East Carolina 72. Mentioned what Memphis was not mentioned in any of this. You also had the news yesterday that uh, Michigan has been informed that there have been a notice of allegations against Jim Harbaugh for recruiting stuff, not having to do with the Spygate mm-hmm. um, stuff, uh, level one violation. It's about more than a cheeseburger, Jeff. What's going to happen with, with Harbaugh? Can you ask me when we come back, like in January? Like, that does feel like what happens in the playoff impacts it. Which way? If they win the champion? Like, I feel like if they win the, the way, championship. Everyone thinks, everyone thinks Alabama's going to crush them. I do not think they're going to crush them. Well, uh, okay. But, but the, the, most of the stories I've been reading, including from insiders who've coached against both teams and whatever, they're like, Listen, one thing the one, one thing Michigan really does is want to overplay power football, and you can't do that against Alabama. Nick Saban, forget it. Like if if the, you're just going to line up and beat Alabama, no, you are not, and uh, and so Alabama's going to win this game. Yeah, I would also argue more times than not in football, football's won by big people, whose big people are better. And while Alab- I love Alabama's defensive front, I do not love Alabama's offensive line, and I think. Michigan's defensive line will give Alabama's offensive line more problems than Alabama's defensive line will give uh, Michigan's offensive line. And I, do you think Harbaugh's more apt to leave if he wins the national championship, I think or does is. not let win the national championship? I think he's more apt to leave if he wins. I think it's kind Isn't of like it a, really just depend on whether he gets the NFL job he wants. Otherwise, he's staying. Isn't that literally like as as I think that's a I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. And I don't even necessarily think it's does he get the NFL, NFL job, job he wants. I think it's this is one thing that just gets left out of the equation. We have a lot of people that a lot of people that cover the NFL that don't understand college football, and a lot of people that cover college football that don't understand the NFL. For him to go to the NFL, somebody's gonna have to pay him essentially like a top three NFL coach. And most owners are not willing to do that. Like if you look at the ones that have done it, it's largely been new owners that come in with a ton of money. But, like, whenever he does the, he's going to go coach the Chargers with Herbert, Dean Spanos is notoriously the cheapest owner in all of sports. Like, the reason why Brandon Staley was always coaching is because he's cheap. Like, you're telling me that's the guy that's going to go pay Harbaugh 10 to $15 million a year? Um, you're going to be watching NFL football on Christmas. Believe it or not. That's a new one. I mean, I'm going to huh? be driving. Uh I'm, we got, also, we got, I'm more so, likely to watch the NFL than I am NBA right now. We've got three. Uh, They're three, not great games. Three Christmas Day games. Well, one of them's the Holiday Spectacular. We've got uh, the Raiders in Kansas City. <laughs> Hooray! That's interesting. At least maybe a little bit. The resurgent Raiders and the struggling. Maybe we can talk ourselves into that being interesting. Giants in Philly. Nope. I don't want to watch that. Not particularly interesting. But isn't Ravens 49ers? That's I mean that is the that is the marquee a, that, game of the weekend. That's a banger of a game. That is a banger of a game. In fact, what other game? Now there's a lot of games on this slate that have playoff implications. Starting by the way tonight, New Orleans and the Rams. Oh, tonight is a huge swing game huge. for both teams. For both teams. They're both 7 and 7, I yes. believe, and New Orleans can still win the South. The Rams are still in the mix. Like this is a massive game in terms of importance. You wouldn't say some kind of a marquee game. No, but in terms of the playoff picture, it's a massive the playoff yes. picture, it is a massive 100% game. 100% agree. And if you look at the schedule, that's the thing. The games aren't that, largely because there's not a lot of, 
so many teams are struggling with their quarterbacks. There's not a lot of games that have a lot of glamour, but have a lot of playoff intrigue. Like, like if I like, so, then Saturday, let's just go through them. Yes. Saturday, you've got Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Which, loaded, loaded with, and intrigue. if we if we would have looked at that game at the beginning of the year, we'd been like, oh yeah, You're right. But and that, and now it's now that can I introduce some Mason Rudolph quarterback situations a little bit different? Come but on, come on, real intrigue in terms of the playoffs. Buffalo and Chargers obviously has playoff implications. That's also Saturday, Sunday. In the Atlanta, uh, r- r- reminder everyone: if you want to watch that Bills Chargers game, you got to get the cock right. Uh, Sunday. Uh, Indy, Atlanta, huge playoff implications, right? I don't want to watch that. Seattle versus Tennessee. Seattle's still in the mix. They're alive. They're alive. They're alive and kicking. Uh, Detroit versus Minnesota. Uh, that's a big game for Minnesota. Uh, okay, here's one. The Commanders and the Jets. Grass. <laughs> total, totally without interest. Uh, Green Bay, Carolina. No, that's not uh, particularly interesting. Cleveland, Houston, huge playoff. I mean, that's a big playoff. Huge game. playoff into implications. Jacksonville, Tampa, Tampa Bay, huge playoff uh, implications. By the way, you can still get Flacco apparently at nine to one to win comeback player of the year. So for, uh, for those of you out there, Arizona, Chicago, no. Um, Dallas and Minnesota obviously has playoff implications. New England, Denver, Denver still mm-hmm. in it. Um, there's a lot of playoff stuff, but there's not a lot of glamorous games. Yeah, other than Cowboys Dolphins. <sighs> have you bought your have you bought your are you are you the boys? Are you all gonna go to a sports bar, get your best Cowboys gear on? We, we it, it, you know what's you, How about them Cowboys? You've been practicing? How about this? Let me ask you this. If the Dolphins win the next two games, mm-hmm. so they've already salted away the division by the time the Bills come to their on the last game of the year. So they right? beat the they beat the Cowboys so they beat and the Ravens. The Cowboys and the Ravens. Yep. Is that in fact? Are they going to rest? Are they going to rest players against the Bills? I would think so, unless unless the seating is it is up for grabs. Seating, or what if they cannot? Is what if that game is knock the Bills out? And so they would do that just Correct. to so knock just the so Bills you don't have to out. see him again. <laughs> Peter was making the argument that there's there's some. It wouldn't be all bad if the Dolphins won the next two. In terms of then the Bills likely to run the table and Does likely Peter to get not want home card. playoff games? Yes, okay. Anyway, so um, uh, most interesting quarterback situation uh, question, team's question in this offseason okay. is the Chicago Bears. Believe it or not. I'm glad that you said that because I was thinking fill in the blank and I was about to say Bears. I have to say a... And I, so I agree with you. The truth matters, I don't I believe think- that. But is it interesting? We know what they're going to do. They're just—it's interesting who will who they will trade Justin Fields to. But but or what if they? I mean, I do think this is a legitimate question. I would take Caleb Williams. Right. I would also be lying to you if I said I have zero reservations about that. Like, but you, I think he has a real attitude it. problem. But you're going to do it, and you're going to do it, among other things, is because you've got him on a cheap contract, and so you're just going to do it, and. I think that's the most interesting. What was interesting to me, though, is this, is Bill Barnwell was going through the quarterbacks yep. over on ESPN and looking at all the... And the truth of the matter is, as he went through them all, I don't find a lot of intrigue. Like here, for example, Arizona. But well, is the, this... Okay, I guess this would be my question. Do you not find intrigue because you don't think there's... You don't think there's much of a decision? Because I know what's going to happen. Yes, well, you tell me. Let, I would just, actually argue yeah. the bigger problem is... You know what the biggest problem is? How many guys are you like, well, you got to do whatever you can to keep him? That's that's the larger problem. 
I like I like some mystery. I don't think there's so much mystery. Arizona, okay. Kyler Murray, they're going to keep, keep him, right? Made, by winning games, they decided they're keeping him. And they're, they're going to draft a receiver and sure. see what happens there. Atlanta, okay, that's an interesting... They, they can't do this again. Now, no. the bigger question, though, is does Arthur Smith get to fix it? They... Th- there he speculated that if perfectly if Arthur Smith is there, that Tannehill come, could come in as a bridge and they could draft one of the later first rounders, the J.J. McCarthy, oh, the whatever else. That's like what it, they try again, right? Um, Chicago, I think I know what's going to happen there. They're going to. If you're the Falcons, why are you not? Tr- I would be much. Fr- you Who just are you trying did, to get? I would do the Fields thing. Okay, someone's going to get Fields. That's the intrig- To me, the interesting thing is someone's going to get Fields. That's fine. Denver. Supposedly intrigue, but there's no intrigue. They're going to keep I mean, Russell Wilson. You can't get rid of him. Las Vegas, I think there's a they'll they'll they may draft one of these later first round draft picks. But depending on what Aiden O'Connell does the last few weeks, they may just roll with him for another year. Yeah, I would not do that, but I get it. Minnesota going to bring Cousins back, doesn't he? Don't you think that's likely? So I do also think Atlanta's interesting. There, his wife's from Atlanta. That would be interesting. Kirk Cousins goes yes. to Atlanta. That would be interesting. Uh, Minnesota. I was, we just talked about Minnesota. New England. They're going to take a, a got May. It, yes. They're going to take. The, they're going to. They're going to draft the second quarterback. Uh, uh, the Saints are going to. There's no real intrigue there. They're going to have Derek Carr because the contract. The Steelers. You'd think maybe the Kenny Pickett thing hasn't worked, but they're going to roll with Kenny Pickett. They might the, bring the one some, thing. The one thing that has helped Kenny recently is seeing what it looks like. People, right. if you're, even if you're upset with Kenny, when you watch it without him, you're like, God, they He might they bring suck. in some backup who could help them because you don't want to waste another freaking year of that defense, I whatever. A, I'd love a Baker revenge tour. Um, Baker's going to stay in Tampa. I'd love a Baker revenge tour. Um, Seahawks are going to stick with Geno Smith. Tampa's going to bring back Baker Mayfield. Titans are going to roll with Will Levis, and they'll, they'll bring in someone else to sort of be a backup to, to, to replace uh, Tannehill, uh, Washington, they're going to stick with Sam Howell. Like, uh, th- this is all, where's the mystery? Uh, actually, I'm not convinced Washington's sticking with Sam Howell. They might draft Jaden Daniels. Yeah. That, that's, I'm not convinced I, that I think they could draft Jaden Daniels. I think that's one. They're gonna have, they're gonna have we know they're going to have a new coach, and they're probably, and they're going to have a new, they're going to have an everything. early pick. I think the most interesting is where is Justin Fields going to go? So it is Chicago. A, because will they make? Will they pull the trigger? And where is Justin Fields going to go? Does Cousins does run it back? Does run back? And then, of course, uh, is Aaron Rodgers fully recovered, et cetera? Um, Two thousand and twenty-three, Jeffrey mm-hmm. sucked. Believe it or not, uh, I do not believe that. You had a baby. You can't believe that. Yeah, but I'm, I was even thinking more of like macro level, not micro. Well, by the way. Uh, Charles asked, he said, are you going to mention the fact that this is your last show of 2023? Because I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah, I, I put York. it on Twitter. My bad. And um, and no, I didn't mind anyway. So this is my, and and then next week we're off. Yes. Um, and so this is in fact my last show of 2023. Really appreciate all you folks listening uh, for all this time. It really is fun. It really is fun. And I'm, I, I love it when I go out in the community and people say, listen to the show, whatever else. Um, it's, it's just a blast doing this show. Um, uh, but it is our last show of, it is my last show of the year. It's not your last show of the year cause you're handling tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, macro level. You don't think it sucked? No, because like in terms of, I generally base it on when I get to the end of the year, how annoyed was I? I was less annoyed than in previous years. I do think there's a case that sports kind of, I think if you are, if you're a, uh, I like to see the big boys win. This wasn't a great year in sports. Like, if you look at 
other than the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and we got an anticlimactic Super Bowl because of the the penalty. But if you look at if you look at the college basketball tournament was largely largely predicated by like teams that we've never seen there, and then UConn, the best team, ends up winning. But then we get to the NBA, and you have Denver, which has great team, but they're just kind of not a right. ton of pizzazz. Then we've gotten into this NFL season, and this NFL season has been pretty meh. It's been largely defined by quarterback injuries. I think college football was pretty exciting this year and pretty interesting, but it's been kind of uh, uh, baseball. You have you know in the you end up with baseball, the Astros winning just kind of a nondescript. Well, you're not painting a great. This is not a very inspiring, fun year. From right, but I would actually argue. And locally, we had the Jaw stuff. Like yes. that was no freaking fun. And uh, and we had a at a football college football season that we're fighting over whether whether it's it whether we should appreciate it more. Listen, at the after the last game, the coach is calling out his own mm-hmm. fans for not being more appreciative. Mm-hmm. That's not great. I mean, though, from a larger macro level, I mean. There's all the crime stuff in Memphis, which has been absolutely brutal. Um, and then, and then, and with that, honestly, which bothers me, there's been this sort of return of the self-loathing that I hate um, about Memphis, or the fatalism, or the gloom, or whatever else, as opposed to a let's see what we can do to fix this stuff. Um, and so, there's been on that level, it's been really a difficult year. And then, broader internationally you've got the slaughter in israel and then the bombing in gaza and so you've got all that stuff going on you've got the morass in ukraine um and uh politics as divisive and ugly as ever the republican party the 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 debates were devolved into vivek ramaswamy calling people names just awful Mm -hmm. stuff like i didn't watch any of that and so I think it's been I think it's been a really tough year and it's why I actually come back to on a on a totally what really matters is community and what really matters is the people around you and so and what and that's what matters to all of our lives, really. And I, I mean that both in terms of the people around me, here, but also like the people around me on the radio show and the people like what matters is community. The people I run into at Grizzly Games and Tiger Games and the the feeling that, you know, we're in this together and this this and that part has been really sweet. And then I. OK, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.